This tradition has become an annual reminder to our whole family that no matter how messy our lives get, we can still be thankful for God's goodness. I said this last week, but I love that last phrase. No matter how messy our lives get, we can still be thankful for God's goodness. We're finishing up our Thanksgiving series tonight. And last week, we looked at this whole idea of uh, when Paul says, be thankful in all circumstances. How do we do that? How do we be thankful in the highs and in the lows? And so I want to encourage you, um, if you missed that lesson, uh, then I kind of did an outline uh, and put it on Facebook. Go check that out. Um, Because there's some some good stuff there. But tonight, we are going to finish up, and we're simply going to look at this idea of how do we express thanks to others in a meaningful way? How do we express thanks to others in a meaningful way? Summer of 2002, I sat in my parents' basement with a stack of thank you cards in front of me. I had just graduated from high school. I had had my open house. People came, you know, they said congratulations. And it was time to sit down and write my thank yous for the gifts. And as I sat there with these thank you cards in front of me, I thought to myself, how do I do this? Like, how do I really express thankfulness in a meaningful way? I mean, I could have written, Dear so-and-so, dear Aunt Janet, thank you for coming to my open house and for the gift, CJ. That is one way to express thanks. But if that does not include the dear Aunt Janet and my name at the end, that is one sentence, seven words, and it leaves a whole lot of white space left on a thank you card. And so I sat there thinking, okay, how do I do this? There's got to be a better way than just, hey, thanks for the gift um, for, for people that have been a part of my life. And, and I really started to think, okay, what's the best way to do this? How do I express thankfulness in a meaningful way? And so tonight, I want to look at Paul's example of how he expressed thankfulness. Now, Paul is a guy, we'll get into who he is later. This is just an example. This isn't one of those things where, um, where it's like, this is exactly how you express things. But when we look at the life of Paul, and when we look at the way that he expressed thanks to the people that had a meaningful impact on his life, uh, I think it's a great example for us. And so, before we jump into what Paul said, there's, there's a few things we have to understand, and I'll go through this really quickly, okay? The Bible, one book, broken into two different sections, Old Testament, New Testament. Those two sections are broken into different books, the Old Testament, 52 books, the New Testament, 26 books. Here's why I tell you all this. 13 of the 26 books of the New Testament were written by Paul. Now, we call them books. But really, they were just letters. They were letters that Paul had written to the different churches that he had ministered to throughout his ministering career. And when you start to look at these 13 letters, we see this pattern of the way that Paul expressed thanks over and over and over and over again. That I think is a great pattern that we can, can 
use ourselves when we are expressing thanks to other people. Um, there are only four letters that Paul did not express thanks in. There are four that he did not express thanks. In 2 Corinthians, which is one of them, uh, they were really struggling, and so he went straight into comfort, uh, just comforting them. And uh, there were Titus and 2 Timothy. He was like, hey, you guys are awesome. And then he went right into leading. And then there's Galatians. Galatians was just, he was really ticked at the church because they had gone off to other gospels. So if somebody says, well, Paul didn't express thanks in every letter. You're right, he didn't. Uh, but, but if you look at the other letters, this is a great example to follow. So jumping right in, here's the first example Paul gives. We're not going to read every single scripture tonight. Here's the first example Paul gives. Paul expressed thanks early and often. Paul expressed thanks early and often. This was Paul's go-to. One of the first things that he did is he said, this letter is written by Paul. I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And then he jumped right into this. I am so thankful for you. Now, you got to understand who Paul is. Paul was a guy that was against Jesus and tried to squash every single Jesus follower that he possibly could. His original name was Saul, and he went from town to town to town, arresting and torturing and killing Christians. And then he met Jesus in a bright light, and that's a story for a different time, but he totally changed. And then he wrote most of our New Testament. He's a pretty important guy. He took the Jesus story and created Jesus followers around what we know now as the Middle East. And so when we look at how he expresses things, it's a really important thing. Um, he's a, a really important guy to follow. And so, so what he does is he expresses things early and often. He makes sure that it's one of the first things out of his mouth. And that seems pretty, pretty logical, right? Like we say things as quickly as we can and as often as we can. And that's pretty simple. Like someone opens the door for you. Thank you. Someone gives you a piece of pie. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, someone says, hey, you did a great job this past weekend at a chicken show. Thank you very much. And when it's those little things, that's really easy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But what about the big things? What about the people that are really a part of your life? The people that are investing in you, the people that are encouraging you, the people that are building you up, the people that are, that are making you who you are. How do you really express thanks to them in a meaningful way? The people that have done things that really matter. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to express thanks in a meaningful way. Let me give you an example. So one summer, uh, when our kids were really, really little, like Luna, who is back there on my wife's lap. She was not even born yet. Tate was still a baby. Brinkley and Clark were like three and two or four and three, something like that. And Kirsten and I were exhausted. Like, like we were getting the bare minimum done to get things done and be with our family and be with our kids. And so one of the things that kind of fell by the wayside that summer was getting our yard mowed. And so what I would do is I would wait until the grass grew ridiculously too tall to ever mow it. 
And then I would go out with my little push mower and I would push mow the grass and I'd have to go back and forth and back and forth because the grass was too tall. Our neighbor saw this. Our neighbor saw this and he saw my wife and our kids sitting out on the front porch, cuddling, uh, watching me mow and seeing, I'm sure, the look on my face, longing to just be with them and the exhaustion. And it turns out he had himself not just a push mower, but one of those really nice zero turn mowers. And what he did is we would be inside and all of a sudden we would hear the mower going. And all summer long, he mowed our yard, which was awesome. It was fantastic. But there was this piece of me as I walked across the yard to go knock on his door to say, hey, thank you so much for mowing our yard. There was this piece of me where that was really difficult because it meant so much that he would take the time and the energy and the gas money to do something that I could have done and he chose to do it for me. And in that moment, as I'm walking across the yard to go knock on his door and say, man, you have no idea what this means to me. You have no idea what this means to our family. And, and I'm just trying to find the right words to say to express thanks. Have you ever been in one of those moments where like expressing thanks really makes you vulnerable? Like there's this part of you where as you express thanks, you have to go to someone and you have to say, I, I couldn't have done this without you. And it really like there's this vulnerability inside of you that's like, it's hard to express thanks in that moment. And what we see of Paul as he writes to these churches, he recognizes that the gospel of Jesus Christ is spreading all over the world. And he sees he could not have done it without these people. And so he makes himself vulnerable. And one of the first things he does is he expresses thanks in a very meaningful way. And so as we think about expressing thanks, I want to encourage you guys. One of the best things that we can do is to get in the habit of expressing thanks early and often. When it seems difficult to walk across the yard and knock on the neighbor's door and say, man, you have no idea what this means to our family. Go do it. When it's difficult to go to your parents and be like, mom and dad, I don't know how to express the thanks for what you have done for me my entire childhood, teenage years. Try it. Those moments where you have to really be vulnerable in expressing thanks are really difficult. But I want to encourage you, take the example of Paul, express thanks early and often. The second way you can express thanks in the way that Paul does it is he really makes it personal. He really makes it personal. In Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 5, he says this, Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy, for you have been 
my partners in spreading the good news of, about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. Paul is super specific with what he's thankful for. He's not only thankful for them, and often that's our go-to. We're like, hey, I'm thankful for you. And that's where we leave it. We just say, I'm so thankful for you. Paul makes it personal. He takes it a step farther. He says, listen, I'm so thankful for you. Whenever I think of you, I pray to God. And I'm so thankful that we are partners in ministry, that we are going out and we are doing this thing together, that we are spreading the good news. What would it look like for you in your life to express thanks and make it personal? What would it look like for you to go to someone and say, hey, thank you so much for what you do. And here's what I am thankful for about you. Make it personal. When I went over to, uh, to say thank you to our neighbor for mowing our yard, uh, I went over and I didn't just say, hey, thanks for mowing our yard. Uh, it was like one of those, man, thank you. Thank you for mowing our yard. And um, like it was just kind of one of those like, you don't know what it means to me. And you have no idea how incredibly helpful it was. And again, it's, it's kind of one of those vulnerable moments where we can make it personal. All right, third thing is this, and this is the last one. Um, express thanks early and often, make it personal. And the third thing is this, give hope for the future. Give hope for the future. If you continue to read in Philippians, Paul says this a few, few verses later. And I am certain that God who began a good work within you will continue his work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And I, I, I love what Paul does in these books is if you read through these books, he says, thank you, I'm so thankful for you, and here's why I'm thankful for you, and we've done this incredible thing together. And, and what he does is he takes it and he makes a call back to where they used to be and where they partnered together and the relationship that they had and the things that were meaningful about the time that they spent together. And, and he says, and here's what I hope for the future. God's going to continue. I hope to come see you. I'm going to be with you again. We're, we're going to continue to do this thing together. And, and when we can make a hope for the future, there's this incredible thing that happens. Suddenly a thank you of a graduation open house doesn't become, hey, thank you so much for coming to my open house and for the gift, CJ. Like if I were writing to my Aunt Janet uh, and I were making it personal and I were expressing myself, it would sound something like, Janet, thank you so much for coming to my open house and for whatever gift she gave me. I don't remember, it's years ago. <laughs> and then I would say this, I will never forget the water balloons fights we had together and playing double dribble on the original Nintendo Entertainment System and posting my scores of every single time I beat you. And our relationship has meant so much to me. You have no idea. And then I would say, I look so forward to the years 
that we have left and the relationship that will continue to grow and the way that God is going to bless our relationship. Thank you so much for being a part of my life. That thank you is super vulnerable. That thank you takes time and effort and it takes a piece of our heart and hands it to the other person. But I can tell you that when you express thankfulness in a meaningful way and you follow that example, it means so much to the person that you are expressing thanks to. But it also gives you hope. It also gives you peace. It reminds you of the good things that God has done in your own life. You guys, I have been on the receiving end of people expressing thanks to me early and often and making it personal and giving hope for the future. And it is just this beautiful, incredible gift that is given. And so my practical challenge to you this week is simply this. Try this. This is going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be difficult. And it's going to be vulnerable. You're going to be vulnerable. And it's going to be like, this is completely messed up. But try it. Try going to your parents and being like, mom and dad, thank you so much for yada, yada, yada. And then I encourage you to, to pick out parts of your relationship that mean the most to you and talk about your future relationship. Go to a sibling and be like, hey, I am so thankful for our relationship and pick out bits and pieces of what they mean to you and talk about the future. Go to a friend. This is going to be weird and awkward, but I guarantee, I guarantee if you try this, you will experience growth in your relationship with that person. And you will experience God begin to move in your own heart. Because when we express thanks to other people in a very meaningful way, what we're doing is we are reaching into our hearts and we are finding where God has blessed us with that person. We're not only experiencing them, but we are experiencing God in that moment. And so this week, and in the next few weeks, while we are not meeting, I want you to try this example that Paul gives and express thanks in a very meaningful way. Let me pray. God, thank you so much for Paul's example of how to express thanks.